Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 9 of Futaiwa Max Heart. Some, I feel like, so a sec, I feel like last time we, we did this, I said like the entire numbers were on instead of just an episode of Max Heart. I wonder if I've gone back and forth on this. I don't remember. Do you remember? Well, you know, like if you want to know what episode of Pretty Cure it as a whole this is, you can just check what episode of the podcast it is. Because I only put the numbers on the actual Pretty Cure episodes. Yeah. And it's definitely better to just say what episode it is of the season. Because once we get into non Futaiwa. It's going to be a lot more complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially as we're going to s- skip uh, to a different season. Yeah, Anyways. we have to discuss that. Um, yeah. Anyways, we are watching episode nine. Uh, Do not disturb. Honoka's most important day. Also known as we won't let you interfere. Honoka's most precious day. Honoka puts a do not disturb sign up uh, in front of the rest- the French restaurant. <laughs> but the bad guys do not listen to it because they're rude. I am, let's just close out of my notes. That wouldn't have been good. Uh, yes, because this is another episode about Honoka's birthday. We're back to Honoka's birthday. She's 14. Yes. I, uh, I do want to just let everybody know, um, in case I seem quiet, it's because I don't want to interrupt Charlie, who does sound... Like, I am listening to Sir on, like, a out-of-tuned radio. I can I can understand most of it, but, like, it's pretty pretty staticky. Oh, no. Well, hopefully it won't be too bad as we go through the episode. Let's get into the episode, speaking of such. <laughs> uh, we start this episode at the school, where they're discussing the fact that they need to find... More of the Hardy Elves. Uh, and Seekun is like, hey, the Hardy Elves will all collect uh, at the place of the Queen's Heart. Because the Queen Hearts is an, is an important foundation for them. So, of yes. course, that's where they would all be. But no one has any ideas. Yeah, no no one has any ideas of where it'll be. And um, they're like, well, we should talk to it to find it. But the only person that can talk to it is the Queen's Life. Or something like that. Yeah, the only, like, the Queen's Heart, not Queen's Heart, the only the Queen's Life can really talk to the Queen Heart. And once uh, this is said, everyone turns to look at Hikari. <laughs> because, of course, she is the Queen's Life. Mm-hmm. I suppose the voice she hears is the Queen's Heart. It's uh, Has she told them that she, I guess she has told them that she hears someone's, like, this lady's voice, right? This That's been mm-hmm. brought up, right? Okay. I'm pretty sure it has. I just want to make sure. I don't know if she's connected that the, the voice is the Queen's, and, like, what that can mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely the Queen's voice, even if they haven't said it. Listen, I've watched all Futaiwa. I know what she sounds like. 
<laughs> you can't trick me, Max mm-hmm. Hart. Uh, we see Hikari walking home, thinking about it, thinking about where she's going to find this thing for the Hardy Elves. And she actually hears the Queen's voice saying, it's the place where you want to be. Like, that is where you will find. It's the place where everybody knows your name. <laughs> I know that's a reference to something, but I can't remember what it's a reference to. Uh, that is a reference to the theme song of Cheers. Yes. I don't think the place we're going to find the Queen's Heart is at a bar, but you never know. I feel like I mean, I have that. a thought about where it could be, uh, but I'll bring yeah. it up at the end of the episode. So Hikari's like, hmm, the place that I want to be. I don't know where that is, but we don't get any more of that for now. It's time for lacrosse practice. Yeah, lacrosse practice. Uh, look, they are practicing. It looks like there's, like, teaching the, like, new uh, lacrosse players, like, how to play the game, like, they're practicing. Uh, and Hakari. And Nagisa is just kind of, like, zoning out and not mm-hmm. really focused on <laughs> practice. Because, you know, she's thinking about last, uh, last episode and how the villains are, like, really interested in shiny luminous and how they... Sh- Hopefully, they can collect all the Hardy Elves before the bad guys find out Shiny Luminous's true identity. Which I feel like they... I guess they don't know? I feel like they have to know that Hikari is Shiny Luminous, but they don't know that Shiny Luminous is the Queen's life. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Cause, like, I, I they just like know they... that she has a power. Yeah. Yeah. They're not sure like what this power is, but it's definitely different than what the Pretty Cures are. That much we mm-hmm. know. It's like with Poland last season. We're like, they know this baby has power, but they don't realize the power that this baby has is the... Uh, oh, speaking of Poland, Poland's not in this episode. Poland's in this episode for like one scene. Poland is in this episode for the reused animation. And that is yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, once we saw Poland at the end for that, I'm like, oh yeah, Poland's not even really in this episode. We don't... Uh, we don't get a lot of the fairies in this episode. Like, outside of, like, the like the start of the episode, and then the, um, like, Meeple and Mipple say, oh, there's something bad going on. We don't want really to get the fairies this episode yeah. at all. Yeah, when when the Meepos said they sensed evil, I was like, well, Hikari's right there. Why isn't Polin also saying something? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I guess that you focus on... Uh, Honoka's drama to uh, focus up to bring up the <laughs> two. Well, they already on- had one green fairy in this episode, so they can't have two. Yeah. <laughs> so we see that the new lacrosse pairs aren't the best. You know, they're the new. Uh, and Rina and Shiho are like, "Hey, Nagisa, you got to be more strict on the new players because, like, we have a competition soon." Like, come on, you're yes, the captain. Yes, spring tournament starts next week. Yeah. You gotta be stricter. You're the captain. That's your job. Speaking of being strict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we cut from Oh, that. I thought we were just gonna cut to, yeah, to the next scene. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say that Nagisa just doesn't seem to be into being more strict as the cross captain. But we do cut to the science club. Where uh, Honoka's, like, walking down the, like, not the aisle. I guess it is the aisle. Yeah, I'd call it an aisle. She's walking between the desk and one of the uh the other members ha- kind of like elbows a glass that's full of like liquid and knocks it onto the floor and it like, breaks and starts like smoking. Mm-hmm. 
and Honoka yells at her about it, which is like understand. Like I, I understand like being yelled at sucks, but like I understand that Honoka got like upset because you shouldn't mess around with chemicals and stuff, especially like if they break. Like we, who yeah. knows what that could have been, and if it could have been really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then we cut to, like, later when they're, uh, in the locker area, um, Honoka and her friend, whose name I have somehow completely forgotten, even though I really like her as a character. Yuriko. Yuriko, uh, are hanging out, and Honoka's like, hey, where's that girl's name, uh, from the club? The one who knocked over the thing. I did not write down And Yuriko's like, yeah. Yuriko's like, oh, well, she, uh, she actually asked to quit the club. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, and Honoka's, like, really upset about this, which is understandable. <laughs> but Yuriko's like, listen, listen, I'll talk to her about it, I'll make sure everything is, like, sorted out, don't worry about it. And she runs off, and as she runs off, Naisa appears, and Honoka and Naisa start walking home. Uh, Naisa's kind of complaining about lacrosse practice and how, like, you know, she's just not good at being, like, the captain being strict on the other players. Uh, and she says, oh, you must be, like, the perfect president of the science club. Hey, maybe you should be a lacrosse captain. Like, unaware of that, of what happened to Honoka. And Honoka takes this really badly. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she runs home. Uh, yeah. and then her grandma's like, hey, your parents are gonna be here tomorrow at noon. Yeah. And apparently we cut to tomorrow at noon. Yeah. <laughs> we don't waste time. Because uh, it's Honoka's birthday, and that's the one day her parents come back. We learned this last season mm-hmm. during Honoka's birthday. You know, it really must suck to be a pretty cure uh, and have a birthday. Because, like, last year, there was the bank robbery, and then this year... I feel like maybe last year's was worse than this year's? I guess it really depends. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah. Honoka doesn't get to lecture any burglars <laughs> and change their lives, but... <laughs> uh, Harkari is working at the cafe. We have a short scene with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nagisa's like, yeah, I'm here alone because it's Honoka's birthday. And then Hikari seems confused about what birthdays are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's understandable. She just came into being pretty recently, you know, as Hikari. I guess mm-hmm. the day she was formed into Hikari would be her birthday? Because that's the day she started ex- existing? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, would it be that, or would it be the Queen's birthday? What, I don't... Does the Queen have a birthday? Well, she's not the Queen, she's Hikari. She's the Queen's life. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think her birthday would be the day she came into existence as, like, Hikari. At least that's what mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, it's like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> you take off Hikari's uh, pins and she turns into a snowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh, she just woke up that day after the queen uh, evaporated and she was like, happy birthday. <laughs> you know, like Frosty does. <laughs> yes, I remember. I've seen Frosty the snowman. I know the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Naisa also does mention that she's gonna do things right this year, uh, for Honoka's birthday, which is a reference to how things went pretty chaotic last year, 
And I don't remember if Nagasa got Hodokogen popped last year. I know she thought about it, but I don't remember. Didn't they, uh, didn't they get, like, a mashing jewelry or something? Oh, yeah! Didn't, like, yeah, because, like, Nagasa made something, right? Was that the birthday? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it wasn't, like, for the birthday episode. Maybe it happened, like, an episode afterwards or something, but that was her birthday present. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... Are you looking it up? Now we use his chance to take a drink. Which episode was that? Episode 10, Hanukkah Explodes a Wonderful Birthday. Yes. I know this because I googled uh, Hanukkah's birthday precure and then like the fifth result was our episode. Um, but on like a different <laughs> podcast app. Oh, what app? Uh, is iHeart, which I think used to be iHeartRadio. Oh, okay. I don't know what apps our podcast is on. Like, I know it's on iTunes. It's on whichever ones, uh, like, I submitted it to iTunes, and then it's whatever, uh, it's on all of the ones that just drag iTunes. Yeah. Which is most of them. You know what? If you listen to our podcast on an app that's not iTunes, let us know what, how you listen to our podcast. Um, okay, yeah. They, um... Nagisa made meeple and meeple keychains. Ooh, yeah. I guess I forgot because it's not what he brought up again. <laughs> Which is a shame because they were very cute. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we do we do cut to the next day uh, where we see Honoka and Grandma waiting at the airport for Honoka's family. No, that's the same day. That's the same day. I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Is it? Because okay. the, the, the time jump was between Grandma saying her parents will be there the next day at noon and then going to uh, a Taco Cafe. Yeah, Taco Cafe. Uh, because Nagisa shows up saying, no, it's Honoka's birthday. That's why oh, I'm alone. Sorry, my brain forgot about that part of the conversation. It's all good. Yeah. So, yes, we see during that day, if we don't cut to the next day, <laughs> we don't skip over Honoka's birthday. This episode's about Honoka's birthday, kind of. Mm-hmm. So her parents show up, and they're like, you know, if you watched Futariwa, they're basically the same. And if you haven't watched Futariwa, they're very affectionate. They they love Honoka a lot. You know, they're a little mm-hmm. silly. They have, like, this uh, cart full of presents for Honoka. You know, they they love their daughter, but they also... I forgot what they do. Don't they, they? They like go around the world, like buying things and like selling them. I think. I think they are in the jewelry business. Okay, I'm trying to remember specifically. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> parents do. It's been a while since they've been referenced. Like they really only showed up during Hodaka's yeah. first day. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So they they show up and they're like, we made a reservation at that French restaurant that you wrote to us about wanting to try. Uh, And they say where it is, but I didn't write that down because it wasn't important. I didn't see the name as I was uh, writing down the uh, my notes. It's not. It's not important. It's in the same building as the mall that that (laughs) the mall that we saw. uh, Is it the same mall or is it a different shopping center? I thought it was the same shopping center. It's. I don't remember. It's kind of, I mean, I imagine it's the same It's a shopping center. center. All, all that matters is that it's a shopping center. Yeah. Cut to uh, the evil boy in the mansion playing on a gymnast bar. Yeah. He 
he's trying to do a flip over it. And on the second mm-hmm. try, he is able to. Mm-hmm. It's very, every time we see this kid, I'm like, what is he going to do next? He's training to become an assassin. <laughs> this is all training to become an evil giant king. Yeah. Um. So guys, like, hey, Oregano, we need to crush Luminous. Yes. And Oregano is like, ah, you, you don't need to tell me twice. And then he goes to do a punch. But then his pu- his punch gets caught by our third villain, Viblis. Viblis, yes. And this one I can't make a funny joke about because Viblis is basically just the name of a character from Sonic the Hedgehog. Iblis, the Flames of Destruction. <laughs> I forgot about her. <laughs> I finally found you, Viblis Trigger. Somehow, it all goes back to Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks pretty cool. She's got short hair and a long jacket. Yeah. She's got some nice pointy ears. I like this new villain. I like Viblis. I think she's pretty yeah. cool. Viblis is cool. Yeah. Out of the three of the ones, she's the best so far. Yeah, uh, so she taunts uh, Oreganos and then talks to Guy and give us, give us, finally gives us Guy's name. Only nine episodes into the series. Nine episodes into <laughs> us seeing this guy. We yes. get his name. Which is uh, Circulus. Yeah. Or Circulus. I think it's Circulus. Circulus. Yes. Uh, I wrote Circle K afterwards. In my brain, I was like, it's almost circus, but with more letters. Yeah, I was trying to think of what, like, what's like the silly thing we could do. There's circus, there's Circle K, there's Cirque du Soleil. Um... <laughs> Those are, like, all of the ones that I could think of. They're all very good. There's just Circle, but that's not as fun. Yeah. Cumulonimbus. <laughs> We're really mean to the bad guys. We're not really mean, but... I just... I I don't care for this one. <laughs> yeah. He should have died four episodes ago. <laughs> Anyway, it's time for the act break. <laughs> yes. And we come back from the act break. And it's, we're at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Honika's parents ask Honika about school. How has it been? How is being the president of the science club? And Honika lies and be like, oh, it's fun. I don't have any problems. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she's uh, very clearly still upset, though. Yes. Um... Nagisa and Hikari are shopping. Yes. Um, and Seekun is there also flying around and senses something. Yes. And, and as see. they move on, they pass a, a jewelry box. Yeah. What's in the jewelry box? It's another hardy owl. Yeah, it's the sleepy green one. It's the sleepy green one. We don't know her name yet. What do you think the name of this uh, hardy owl is? Uh, so right now we have Seekun for Seeking. We yes. have Passion. Passion. I'm thinking this one uh, could be, you know, something like uh, relaxation or calmness. So something that could do with one of those words. I don't yeah. know, though. I think. I mean, I feel like that's probably close to what this Hardy L is. I don't know the exact theme of their names yet, but this one, like... It's sleepy, so I'm sure it relates to something like that. It's sleepy like the the, the dwarf. 
Yes, well, we, we learned that all of them are named after the seven dwarves. I can't wait to meet Sneezy. <laughs> We then see, uh, for a moment, I was really confused about who this girl was, because we see a girl sitting on a bench, and I'm like, who the fuck mm. is this? That's not, that's not any of the characters we know. And then, uh... I just Yuriko, sort of assumed who it was. Yeah. Yuriko's there. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the science girl. Uh, and, um, hey, is this the first time we've ever gotten a scene that doesn't have any of, like, the villains or heroes? Oh, that is a good question. I mean... So, technically, we got a scene, uh, like, a couple episodes back of, like, Akane thinking about something. But, like, that was in reference and important to the plot. This feels like it's sort of, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. I was gonna say, last season, we had, uh, a bunch of stuff with, like, Shio. When, was it Shio who wanted to quit the lacrosse team? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was that, too. Yeah. But I guess that was... In relation to the episode, because the entire episode was about her wanting to cut the Yeah, and, like, technically, like, the episode is about Honoka feeling bad about this. But, like, this scene being here is, like, such a, like, non-sequitur in a way. Because, like, most of the time in those episodes, it's, like, they're talking about what happened there, and then we cut to that scene. Yeah. Versus this is, we see a sleepy green fairy... After Nagisa and Hikari are shopping, and now we're just going to show that. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, it does relate to, like, what happens at the end of the episode, because, like, Yuriko talks. Yeah, like, it, it needs to be in there, uh, I guess. But, but yeah, it uh, was pretty random. Yeah, the placement was weird. Yeah. Uh, we then, After this, we go back to the restaurant, where there is a big cake. It's Honoka's birthday cake. It looks pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. her parents make a joke about, oh, if we don't finish it, you can just share it with, with the science class. The science class. Science club. Uh, and Honoka looks upset again. And her parents are like, hey, if you have a problem, you can just tell us. You know, we're your parents. You can mm-hmm. you can talk to us about it. But before Honoka can... <laughs> Why can't I talk? Before Honoka can talk about it, the lights go out. And we see that the entire shopping center, uh, the lights have gone out. This is the first time I realized that this restaurant was in, like, a shopping center instead of, like, just its own place. Mm-hmm. Because we see that uh, Nagsa and Hakari are also in, like, the shopping part, and the lights are out there. So at first I was like, oh, did, like, the entire city lose power? But no, it's just one place. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the one building. Yeah. And at this point, as they're, like, running, not running, but, like, t- going to leave, uh, Meeple is like, hey, I sense an evil presence. And we see And that. this is when I was like, hey, where's Poland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Poland? Uh, and Meeple says the same thing as Honoka's family is going down some stairs. No one brings up the fact that Honoka kind of just ran off on her own. I'm sure Grandma must have said something to the parents about it and covered for Honoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everything just starts, like, floating around in the shopping center. And we do see briefly the, uh, the green fairy, uh, pass by as, like, seafood flies underneath her. But finally, all three girls all together. And can you guess what the cicada of this episode is? Because I was a bit surprised. I thought it was going to be, like, an amalgamation of, like, the... I guess technically- It should have been a birthday cake. It should have been the birthday cake. (laughs) 
Are you kidding me? It absolutely should have been the birthday cake. It's a birthday episode and you're not going to have it be the birthday cake. There's a birthday cake in the episode and you don't make it the birthday cake. Like there's a cake later and they give her a cake that's different from that other cake. And it should have been because the first cake got ruined because it turned into a zakana. I agree. It should have been the birthday cake. But instead it's like the escalator. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Nagisa also gets a birthday episode this year, uh, this season. So maybe they can do it then. I would imagine she would. I mean, it, she did get one last season, so I imagine they would have her also did she? have her birthday. Yeah, she had a birthday last season. <laughs> did you forget? I don't remember. Was the that the was that was that the birthday Bruja episode? I thought that was Fuji. That was Fuji P's birthday. No, no, no. Honoka had Nagisa's birthday. I don't remember. I feel like there was, like, a lot going on during Nagisa's birthday episode that wasn't about Nagisa's birthday, so you could forget that it was about her birthday. But I remember Nagisa had a birthday last season. They both did. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm sure you're looking up the episode. I'm looking it up, so you can you can keep going. Yeah. So the Zakena is here, and Nagisa and Honoka transform, of course, and they start to fight the Zakena, but it uh, it's not going well. They're not doing so good against this uh, weird robot escalator Zakena. Which seems like it has, like, a microwave for a crotch, which I'm sure it's, like, something to do with the escalator. Oh. I don't know a lot about escalators. Yeah? Oh, I remember what happened on, um, on Nagisa's birthday last season. She got forced to go on a date with some random guy to go chestnut Oh, yeah! Picking. That's what it was! Okay. My brain didn't parse it as that, because that's really messed up, and that, like, worst, I was like, oh, maybe it was that guy's birthday instead, <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, uh, chestnut episode. Was it chestnut? Was the chestnut episode. Yeah, yeah, chestnuts. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I remember the episode was, like, mostly about something else. I forgot that it was about Nagisa's birthday. Man, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's not here anyways. He graduated with Fuji P. Fuck that guy too. Fuck Fuji P. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> no, I don't have actually that strong feelings about Fuji P. He's fine enough, I guess. Yeah. He's pretty harmless as a guy. As a <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways. So Honika and Nagisa get like knocked back. Uh and this uh, has Hikari also transform. Mm-hmm. But once she Yeah, this trans- is a very strong Sakana. Yes. But once she transform, the lady shows up uh, to be like, hey, what's up? So you're all three of them? Hey, don't worry. You won't be meeting anyone else new. Why? Because I'm going to destroy you here now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, great. There's another one. <laughs> Just <laughs> like w- us. <laughs> uh, so the Sakana starts like, Fuck them yeah, up again. Uh, she snaps her fingers, uh, and the Zakena traps them in clothing. Yeah, it's it's a it's kind of weird to like just like watch as like clothes like start attacking them. Uh, eventually, <laughs> sorry. I was going to just say that the clothes uh, trap Honoka and Nagisa, but Hikari manages to escape. Yes, Hikari escapes, and this is the only scene we get of Poland. Where he tells her, "You can do it, Luminous," and she some he just, you she, can do it, Sailor Moon. <laughs> and she does her bow attack, where she turns her like little heart thing, 
uh, into a bow and then okay, spins it really uh, fast. But uh, if someone just wants to do me a favor and draw a Poland wearing the tuxedo mask outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yes, we. No, it's fine. We get Lumius, uh, Hardiel action. She throws a rainbow at the cicada, which freezes the cicada and allows Honoka and Nagasa to escape so that they can use a marble screw attack max. And this defeats the enemies. Mm-hmm. It also sends Viblis flying. It does send Viblis flying, and she is gone for now. Fibless. <laughs> we then see same day, uh, since the restaurant, I guess, is still, like, having problems. Mm, hold on, you forgot to say, after after Vibbles gets sent flying, Honoka's like, oh no, my family. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's really good. So, I guess the restaurant still has some problems, because they are now at the uh, cafe. We are, they're at a, Connie's Cafe. Yeah, they're at, they're at Taco Cafe. And we see that Hikari made a cake with Akane for Honoka. So I want to talk about this cake real quick because it's covered in chocolate orbs. Okay. Um, and that's that's fun. Um, but I feel like they should have been like cake, like little cake balls, like a cake pop that's been half dipped in the Ooh. chocolate. So that way they look like takoyaki. Ooh, that would have been fun. Takoyaki cake pops, get at me. <laughs> that's that's like gotta be extremely a white person food, right? Someone's done that. Yeah, I'm sure so it has. And we also see Nagisa give Honoka a present. Uh, and it's a lab coat, but like it has writing on the back. Yeah. I was really, really hoping, like, when they, like, pulled it up and they were like, oh, yeah, there's definitely something on the back. But before they showed that it was just a bunch of writing, I was like, oh, please be, like, <laughs> like, uh, fucking, like, Kiryu or Majima from Yakuza. The Yakuza games. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just, like, give me, like, a really cool patch on the back of this lab coat. But instead it says fight president Yuki Shira Honoka because Naisa messed up uh, one of the characters for Honoka's last name because the last name is Yuki Shiro, but it, this says here Shira. Uh, mm-hmm. At least that's what I'm being told by the subtitles. I can't read. Jap- I can't read it myself but i will trust the subtitles are accurate and what they i mean they do say that she messed up the character for it mm-hmm. and that's in character enough yeah anyways uh she's like uh well nagisa thank you anyways because i was feeling bad about the science club and now i feel better yeah uh and her parents reassure her about it and nagisa's like hey listen i'm also not doing the best being the captain of the cross team so let's just both do our mm-hmm. best uh, and her parents say, like, don't try to be the best president, just try to be the best Honoka. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna mess up and make mistakes, but, you know, you just gotta do your best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Yuriko and the girl, uh, show up. You should probably know this girl's name. I mean, I don't know if she'll ever show up again. I don't remember Yuriko's name because she kept showing up. I'm the best recapper. I know every character's name. Ask me anyone's name. 
Okay, uh, what was the name of that guy that I was uh, mad at a little bit ago? Uh, oh god. <laughs> you know Fuji P's friend? That's some guy. You know, I... you know Fer- Fergie's best friend? <laughs> I knew his name back during Fatari Wa, like, during that episode and then after it, I still remembered his name. No, I don't know his name. <laughs> you got me. I feel like it starts with an N. It's not Nakamura, right? That's not his name. I don't have the, the page pulled up. <laughs> he has a name. It said... See, Futari wa Precure... What was that? Episode... I want to say that was episode 35? Yeah, because Poland was there. So is Yeah, that you like... call this a date. Uh-huh. What's this guy's name? Tell me I'm close. Uh, Hasakura-kun. According... According to uh, the fandom wiki. Hasakura. I was so far away. I don't know who I'm thinking of. But it definitely wasn't this guy. <laughs> Anyways, Yuriko and the other girl shows up. Uh, and she apologizes for what she did because she realized how dangerous it was. And mm-hmm. Honika's like, hey, it's okay. Uh, and she invites them to join them at for this party. Wait, here. Maybe can... I'm looking at the episode. Okay. So it's a uh, Noma Mia son? Maybe you're thinking of her name. Maybe. But they both show up and they get invited to join them after everyone has apologized. And Juice is on the house. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Kane. Yeah. Uh, and Hikari's like, hey, a, a place where everyone's gathered and laughing. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Um, we get, we get our outro. The outro looks different. I don't remember it looking like this last time, and it definitely didn't like this at the beginning. No, it, it you're right, it definitely does look different. Um, and instead of just being, like, static art with, like, a little box with the clips from the show, we see, like, well, first it's a lot of static shots of just, like, in the city with, like, TVs in the background playing clips from the show. Uh, and then we get, like, yeah. images of the cures walking around and stuff. Yeah. And there's like a scene during where they say girls be ambitious where there's just a bunch of girls in a line pointing towards the heavens. So I'm looking at the uh, the ending again. Mm-hmm. And I realized during the walking scenes for Honoka and Nagisa, you actually see the little Meeple and Mipple charms on their bags. That's cute. Yeah. But yes, the episode is over. And next time, hey, it's all you can eat cake. That sounds appealing to me. Yeah, I, I watched the... I watched the uh, the the first four minutes of this episode by accident. <laughs> it's, there's they're going on a field trip. Yeah, and they're gonna have cake. That's my kind of field mm-hmm. trip. Uh, here's what I can spoil you on. Uh, in the first four minutes of the episode, Nagisa promises Hikari that her and Honoka will make her a cake. So look forward to that. Oh, did you finally disconnect? This entire time I've been waiting for you to disconnect so I could read this Wikipedia article. Circle K Stores Incorporated is an international chain of convenience stores owned by the Canadian multinational Alimentation Kushtar, founded in 1951 in El Paso, Texas. The company filed for bankruptcy protection in 1990 and went through several owners before being acquired by Alimentation Kushtar in 2003. As of February 2020, Circle K has 9,799 stores in North America, primarily in the United States and Canada. 2,697 stores in Europe, and an additional 2,380 stores operating under franchise agreements worldwide. In 2015, Circle K unveiled a new logo and brand identity. 
and Kushtar announced that they would deploy the brand globally, including English-speaking Canada, rebranding from the Max brand, Europe rebranding from the Statoil brand, and the United States rebranding from the Kangaroo Express brand and updating the existing Circle K brand. Amazing. Thank you for this information. You, I was waiting. This I was been waiting this entire time with this Wikipedia article up. I'm sorry I didn't disconnect so you could read it. Oh, you did just then. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> the perfect chance. <laughs> so that's it for the episode. Let's do some plugs. You ready for some plugs? Um, hold on. I need to say my thing about where I think the the heart of the queen is located. All right. Where do you think this? I think it's probably just, like, near the Taco Cafe. I guess that would make sense. It's a place where everybody gathers and laughs, and not only that, but, like, uh, Passion, without having met the others yet, showed up at the Taco Cafe. That's true. Yeah, I can definitely see it being there. Hopefully, we will find out soon. That's my my prediction. I can definitely see that being the place. Yes, but plugs, plugs, plugs. Uh, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, hey, if you want to come guest, we haven't had a guest in a while, you can find us at- Sorry, I hiccuped. You can find us on Twitter at prepodengage. If you want to talk to me, you can find me at magical underscore pride, where I tweet about things. It changes. Not every day. I don't know. I tweet whatever comes to my brain. <laughs> and if you want to hear even more of my voice, you can go listen to Otherware, Otherware Pod, where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can listen to Tabletop Roulette, where I was on a couple of those episodes. And that's it. I mean, I mean I've guessed it in other places. I will bring it up when those episodes come out. Uh, but for now, those are the two main places besides this podcast you can hear me. Take it away, Cassidy. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find all of the podcasts that I do and that I've guested on on my website, which is MadLobotanist.NeoCities.org. That's the same as my Twitter handle, .NeoCities.org. Um, I don't know if the episode will be out by now, but in addition to Ayumi's podcast, Sparkleside Chats, uh, that I was on, um, I don't... I also recently re-guested on... Honest podcast, which is Common Writer Double A or Common Double A or something like that. Listen, I just show up to talk about movies, apparently. And if I talk about, I mean, I just like I show up to do commentary. I don't know if that episode's out yet or when it will be out, but we talk about two different Common Writer movies in a double feature, and I do uh, literally too many bits to fit in the episode. And she won't let me on her podcast, but one day. Listen, listen. I I ate <laughs> chips. That was one of my bits is that I ate chips. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. I I bought some spicy Pringles and I was like I wonder what these spicy Pringles taste like. <laughs> and that was the bit. <laughs> you also did a bit, I think, where you read messages that I sent to you. I was very tired during the first series of messages. Mhm. <laughs> Uh, so let me get that Twitter account so I can pro- uh, so yeah, it's common writer double A at double underscore common on Twitter. Yeah, and I think that's it for the plugs. Yep. So until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, Honika. Happy birthday, Honika.
Okay, I do want to read this one section of the wiki. <laughs> There's a Wikipedia section for Circle K on here that is uh, Frosters and Polar Pops. Okay. Fountain drinks at Circle K are sold in Polar Pop cups, previously known as Thirst Busters. <laughs> They're available in expanded polystyrene cups. In areas where polystyrene containers are illegal, plastic cups are offered. The 52-ounce cups are plastic. Most American locations offer any size. 32 ounce or under for under one American dollar. 52 ounce or above cups are pr- priced at over a dollar. The price point of its 44 ounce size, marketed as Epic XL in some regions, may vary, as it may be under or over one dollar depending on the region. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of this part of the article? You know what? I don't know. I. <laughs> Are you still recording? 